welcome to the Penny for Your Thoughts podcast, where psychology, pop culture, and self meet. As you can see or hear, the podcast name changed from the For Your Thoughts podcast to the Penny for Your Thoughts podcast. And that's just because everyone will always be like, why isn't it just called Penny for Your Thoughts? That's just, it would stick more. It's also easily searchable when it comes to SEO and just trying to search things. And I'm like, I didn't want it to be like cliche, like Penny for Your Thoughts. So that's why I was like, the For Your Thoughts podcast. And it's like, oh yeah, her name is Penny. Cute. But Penny for Your Thoughts podcast one. What it do, baby booze? I hope y'all are doing amazing on this fine Tuesday or whatever day you're listening to me. Today we have a special guest. And my girl, her name is Elena Curry. She is a Sara. She is from the Vital Money podcast, and we are in a new year. And all of us are reevaluating our lives. I'm sure that's just what we do in the new year. And money is one of, of the things we all want and need in this life, a very hot topic always. And I want to personally continue to know more um, when it comes to financial literacy, being first generation or second generation, there were so many things we did not know about taxes, building your credit, how to save, how to budget, all of those things. And it's crazy, like my brother actually had to read books like Rich Dad, Poor Dad and just different financial literacy books and just do his own research. And he taught my mom a lot about budgeting and different aspects of financial literacy. So that tells you a lot of my background when it comes to that. Although my mom is a successful lawyer, my dad is a pharmacist and a professor at TSU, that doesn't mean that they knew how to optimize their funds and make their money work for them, you know what I'm saying? So today, I thought we'd start the year off talking about that money, that guap, that moolah, that cash flow, the bag, the shillings, all of it, honey. So yeah, we're going to hear from our girl, Elena. She is a debt-free hottie who paid over, who paid off over 101K of debt in, guess, guess y'all, in five years, literally five years. So listen up y'all because class is most definitely in session. Who are you now? Like, who were you before? And like, where do you see yourself going in this space? And like, how did you even get here? Like, what's your story? Yeah. 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 I'll start from the beginning. So I think I was just like the very typical, um, go to college, you know, get your degree, have fun, then go get a job and try to live this like big girl lifestyle. So growing up, I never was really like, there were not conversations around money, wealth building, anything it was just don't don't tell your business and save like that's all <laughs> I ever ever learned about money so you know when I graduated college I didn't know anything and I didn't care to know I just wanted to go out and live my best life and that's what I did and I lived my best life on credit cards and mm. racked up you know ignored my student loans completely and um I blinked one day and I had over like $86,000 in debt and um, credit credit card and school and all of that together okay yes yes and um in the end it ended up I ended up getting in a um, car accident during my debt-free journey 
and ended up getting um 14 like 14 to 15,000 more so it ended up being over 100,000 in the end wow um, so this was like 2015 and I just like how this come to Jesus I just was tired of pretending I was tired of mm-hmm. um trying to juggle all of these bills and not you know knowing how to do that I mean bills were late like I was tired of um checking my my app to see how much money I had on my credit card before I swiped it like right. It's like all of these, um, I felt like weights and shackles on me. And so I really felt convicted about it. And I had this like breakdown and my best friend sent me um, a book. It was called Total Money Makeover by Dave Ramsey. Mm-hmm. I've heard and about she that. Sent it to me. And it was just the first time that like money made sense in my head. And I don't know if I was just ready um, or it was just simplified because it, it breaks down these different steps. And so from there, I just like hit the ground running. A um, lot of ups, a lot of downs, but my goal was to be debt free by 30. And um, that just happened in uh last October congrats yes so that's kind of like the the overview obviously again like the mental was like number one like I feel like that's 90 percent of anything Mm -hmm. you do but Mm -hmm. definitely with money um and I feel like I I had to have a strategy I had to sacrifice a lot um to get to where I am now and now I'm just like I, I've always described it as like I was behind the starting line and now I'm at the starting line like mm. trying to build wealth and really build this life of like purpose and like authenticity um so that's kind of like yeah um my story and like a overview mm-hmm. so you said uh, something that stuck out to me three things one pretending like let's like start there like what what do you mean by that yeah, I just mean just again like trying to live this lifestyle. I think society even more now than ever. Yes. Um, I'm thinking, you know, that was 2015, but I cannot even imagine graduating into today's society. It's just so everything is so loud. The world is so noisy, it's so loud. Um and so soft we, life like, this luxury yes, that. Exactly. And we we are like fed to like curate our life based off of what it looks like on an Instagram post or you know, what we we post on social media so we're always thinking through that lens of like what is like the fanciest trip I can go on so it looks lit like what's mm-hmm. the best clothes I can wear so I like best restaurants food. yes the best restaurants even though I'm gonna only order an appetizer because I can't afford the meal like mm-hmm. we're always but thinking, still there though yeah but still there because <laughs> we have to get it on our stories we have to get the aesthetic yes. for the Instagram reel so that's like what I was doing in 2015. I was, I had my own apartment. So, you know, I had to flex of being that um, I'm from Dallas, but I ended up moving to Las Vegas for my first job. So, and on the outside looking in, it just looked like, okay, you got it together. Like you graduated, you got this good job. And I wanted to keep up those appearances, but in reality, I had no idea what to do with my money. Um, and I, I just, I just was stuck Mm -hmm. because I was just, you know, not, I was missing payments and behind on things. So I just got tired of doing that, um, which it took a lot. I feel like that that's a a lot of us kind of like we will spend our last on that trip or spend our last just to go out that one night. And, but it just honestly makes absolutely no sense. You really sit back and think about it. I think everyone has like, they're coming hopefully has that coming, coming to Jesus moment. It's kind of like, like I can, I'm too old for this, you know, like this is not yeah. going to rock anymore. Um, so you said that your friend gave you the book. So money is something that 
you know, people kind of keep private and don't really talk about, but I think it should yeah. be, you know, more talked about in a sense, especially with friends and family. So how was that conversation with you guys? I'm sure like she gave you the book for a reason. And like, what advice would you give to someone who wants like open up more or even talk more to their friend about money? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's so funny. I don't even know how she knew about that book. Like she, I don't think she had even read it before. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I just think it was something like, oh, I heard about this thing. Let me, let me just send it to you because I think she just had saw how much it was affecting me and how badly, like I wanted to find like some type of solution. So it was, it was I mean, shout out. For, to her for doing that because mm -hmm. it changed your life yeah it changed <laughs> my life completely um but it wasn't even coming from a place of like i know so let me teach you it was mm -hmm. just a, like i think i heard of this thing people talk about this let me send it to you and see if it works um but i would say like first of all there's like no shame i think honestly debt is the normal thing so it's normal for people to carry you know out all these loans and have you know taken out all this money for their cars and things like these are things that every not every person but a majority of our society and our country struggle with mm -hmm. um so i think it's like that's why i think I'm conversations are important like these um to hear people that are just like very transparent about money um to make it more normal to have these conversations because honestly like where I want to be like I don't want to be the only person in my circle to be there yeah yeah I heard I that I heard you say that on, on your podcast and I was like yes like I don't want to be yeah. that's not fun that is not no. fun <laughs> yeah you want you want everyone around you to like level up and it's honestly their choice but I feel like it would be a disservice to not share the information that I am learning um you know that I know will change my it has changed my entire life but will also change like my legacy moving forward so mm -hmm. I I just think it's like start having the conversations and being real about where you're at and like don't come at it as like a like a in a preachy way be like oh we all figuring this out together like you know yeah because i'm yeah. still figuring it out too like mm -hmm. i'm not you don't have I all the answers like, yeah i haven't arrived um but i think what i always like kind of preach about is like you know imagine like what your life would look like if money wasn't an issue um like the yeah. thing like would you stay in that job that you probably don't really like would you need a page like all these different things like we're so dictated our freedom is so dictated by money we give our power away and so for me it's not even about like just the debt it's like literally about taking your power back mm -hmm. and being able to walk in the purpose that um I feel like we all have so mm -hmm. I mean I think those conversations are important love that um so you mentioned so like freedom in a sense one thing people think when it comes to saving money is like oh now I can't do nothing now yeah. I can't go nowhere you know so what are some things and tips or that you kind of went through um when it came to like still being able to have a life and have fun but also like be smart about it and honestly it feels better like once you do you know it feels better to be out once you know like I work for this like I save for this so kind of like break yeah. that down and how and how people can like switch that perspective so I feel like that's yeah. a big thing it's like oh I can't do nothing so right yeah sucks. well personal finance is very personal so I feel like every person has like a different goal um but for me I I was super intense the first two years like I was like I like was what? Saying, 
I was just saying no to everything. I had um, moved out of my apartment. I was living in Vegas and I had a um, an, an uncle who lived there. So I asked to move in with them. Um, I worked extra jobs. I was like freelancing, writing. I just did everything. Like I you could. went in. I went in. Did you, but, I'm sorry, did you have like a goal, like a timeline in mind or a goal in mind? Like you're like, I'm gonna do this for this long or this? Well, long? yeah, because I, so when I started, I was 25 and I went to be debt-free by 30 that was like my my goal and like my friends joke they're like we remember like literally walking in your room and you had like your debt on the mirror I like <laughs> yeah. wrote, it, wrote it on the mirror so mm-hmm. everyone knew how much it was because I was just like I wanted to see it every single day I wanted to to hurt you know that I was mm-hmm. like, hearing this um so but by year like two and a half I'm like okay like like let's you know, chill yeah like 20 that like that's enough like I've done more than that's enough. good <laughs> exactly. yeah so I started to get fatigued and so what I realized is I do need to have a balance and mm, so you, um, learned, you learned it like the hard way in a sense Yes, mm. I did. But I will also say, though, that I had such a bad relationship with credit cards in particular. I had five. Um, and I completely I didn't cancel like um, close the accounts, but I cut all of my credit cards up in the beginning. And I did go that um I went like that extreme because I just had no, I just had such a bad relationship with cards and like, that's how I just funded everything. And I knew that if I had even the possibility of like having a card, I would probably not stay on track. But after doing it for a while, um, I integrated like one card back in and I found that I had um, a, a much more healthy relationship with that card. So some things I think you do have to address if they're, they're big things that are stopping you from mm-hmm. getting goals. I think that maybe you do have to go extreme if this is something that you really want to do. Mm-hmm. But I also do think that it's important, like, I talk about having a budget and a lot of people like roll their eyes about like budgets and things like that. But you're not budgeting for like, what the internet is telling you to budget for your budget for your lifestyle so like if you like going to brunch like go to brunch but and just put like, that in your budget yeah just have like some boundaries around that like we would have boundaries around anything else so i just think it's about knowing yourself knowing your habits and like kind of creating your your money plan around mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. and what so how like what did, what what app did you use did you use a spreadsheet because i think sometimes like it seems like a lot. It seems daunting, especially if you're not like an Excel shoddy. I hate Excel. Yeah. So it's like, but I did find an app that I love. Um, and, and also it's kind of like scary to sit down and really look at it. Cause you're like, golly, like uh, I spent all this on Uber Eats. That's actually why. Yeah. And it's like, and even to see how much you make and how much is, it's just scary. So, um, if you can give like a breakdown of like, like what, whatever you, that you use and just like, you know, tips and stuff like that too. That'd mm-hmm. be good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I tell people all the time, like know your numbers, like it's going to hurt that first time you sit and you look at your account and you mm-hmm. see how many you spend, you're like, Oh my God. Or even just telling up student loans. Like I had no idea how much I owed until yeah. I sat down and I was like, okay we got a we got we got a lot to work on getting all those those refund checks they they can that interest seeing how much interest has accrued like because i it was yeah it was very yeah (laughs) um but i will say so um i'm mostly i still to this day do like pen and paper like to write everything down Mm -hmm. oh yeah i'll do 
So I'll do like, um, cause I get paid every two weeks. So I'll do the first and the 15th. Um, a lot of times I split, I've like created this like habit of splitting my bills. So like um, really big payments. So um, I paid off my car, but like when I was paying it off, I would do like half, I would save half the first check and then save half the second check. So then it was kind of like just balance out. Mm-hmm. So um, that's how I, I do it. But so I save half. So like you would split the bill. So like mm-hmm. you're, okay. So the first, I got it. So basically like the first check that you got, half of it went to that and the, the second mm-hmm. check. So it doesn't feel so like. Right. It, Cause right. you know that when during the first, First of the month is like we get hit the hardest you know what I mean with like all the bills are usually due then so what I started to do was like on the 15th say it was due like in the 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 with the first check I would save half of it um on the 15th and then save the other half on the first and then pay it mm-hmm. all together so that's just like something I I did but I still do that um but I use mint um now which is really good because mint um is all in your business if you allow it to be and it tells you like when you they're hidden fees that you're paying for like it'll say like hey like you paid you know another subscription fee you know did you mean to do this like it'll just like alert you about different things which is really cool and um it it tracks all your expenses if you have goals it'll track your goals Mm -hmm. so it's really good of keeping track and even like I use it um at the end of the month to kind of because it'll break down like like um, percentage of what you spent in different areas. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll kind of use that to like kind of filter through and see like, okay, right. chill out on fast food this yeah. month. So. I'm going to do like a breakdown of like a budget because I did this with my brother. So basically like, okay, oh, yeah. so I got a new job recently and like making more, more money than I've ever even thought that I would be making. Yeah. Um, but before I got it, my brother was like, I'm kind of scared because you're not ready. Like, 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 like it doesn't matter how much you make. It's really like how you manage it. How you manage, yeah. Yeah, so I really, like, we started to do, like, budgets and stuff, like, maybe two months ago, um, just because I've been interviewing for it for a while. So yeah. I really didn't, like, take into consideration, like, the smallest things. You know, like, like it's, like, small. the smallest things they do count. So you can have a budget for, like, like a beauty budget. You know, you yeah. can have, like, a brunch budget. So um, if you could do, like, a breakdown of a basic categories, because that was, like, kind of hard for me um that would be that'd be good yeah yeah that's awesome so um I my budget let me pull this out because I gotta roll. yeah pull it out honey yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm let me tell you exactly what I budget for nowadays um mm-hmm. so I have like my um my like general expenses so these are like the necessities so you know the house the energy electricity those types of things um the cell phones mm-hmm. uh, all of that things That's that you first. know yeah. right things that you know they're gonna like you're, you're gonna get accrued every single month um i have a uh, one for like subscription services oh yeah like, music um, i don't even have that i need to add that <laughs> yeah for i have um i have like a canva subscription and i have a subscription for um my photography I um I have a photography business so I have like some subscriptions for that so I have that in a category I have gas that's a category um uh food so food is broken up into two one is like my grocery list because I really do try Mm. to like cook from home most of the week um so I'll have like a set list for groceries but I also will have like a dining out 
Mm-hmm. But I put it in there like realistically. Right. Yeah. Right. And and I think it really helped me to split it up instead of doing like a big food budget altogether. Mm-hmm. It was like more helpful for that. Um, and then I have like a fun budget. So this is like it could be, you know, it could be brunch if you wanted to fall into that category. Um, but it could be like a concert or it could be like a date for yourself, or it could be going to get a massage or something mm-hmm. like that. But so I have a fun budget and I really don't have like a specific things that go in there. It's just like whatever I, I feel like doing, yeah. you know? Um, and then I have like a, like a house miscellaneous, like refill type of budget. So this is like refilling on like Windex and different- Like going to CVS and you'd be like, dang, I spent $200. Yes, like, it's like Target. the little stuff. Exactly. Or yeah, like going to Target and be like, dang, I really need some sunscreen. Like it's just yeah. the, the like random stuff that like doesn't fall into anything. Right. Um, I have that. And then everything else would be like the things that, you know, you pay every month. So like maybe your credit card, you're paying a little bit into that. Um, your savings, mm-hmm. um, doing that. And, um, and I would suggest like automating, um, the savings. So you won't like second guess yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so I think it's just really, those are a lot of different categories, but I think it really is like, up to you like if you really love books like put a book budget in there right like whatever yeah tailor it to you I think uh people also are like these apps don't have those little things like make your own and you can also add you know a a label on the apps or whatever yeah make make your own budget doesn't have to look like anybody else's at all right exactly Uh, um so for saving you know how people will, I, me, not people, me. Um, it's like, I'm people. <laughs> I'm people, yeah. Like, tran- like, you can quickly transfer over, like, your mm-hmm. money from your savings. Like, yeah. I am the queen of that. Okay, I, I got a yeah. solution for you. Okay, yeah, let me know. Let us know. <laughs> so, that was me. I am she. I am people. <laughs> I love people. Um, that was, I had, I never had a savings because it was right there in the app. And every mm-hmm. time, either I was using my credit card or I was just like, oh, I'm going to just do $50. Like, that's fine. Like, it ain't nothing. It ain't going to matter. So what I found was um, an online savings account. So the one that I use is called Ally. A-L-L-I. I'm writing this down too. Okay. Yes. So Ally is interesting because it's online only. So I can't, um, go to a physical location and it takes one to two business days to transfer. So after about that time, you kind of like, I don't really need it. Exactly. So you really, for me, I really have to think about do is this transfer like worth it because i'm gonna have to wait at least a day most likely two days for it to come into my account um and i have loved it and i just i don't touch that money hardly ever and you can um you can schedule it to where if you wanted to automate like every check it'll just automatically go over there and that way you don't you're not looking at it every single time you look into your bank account yeah oh i would absolutely suggest doing like i'm literally signing up yeah 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 it was so it was so like good for me and what's cool is like you can do like they allow you to do like different buckets so you have like your online savings like as a whole but say Mm -hmm. you want to do like a travel bucket you want to do I don't know a house bucket or whatever else separate into those areas separate into the different areas that you're like yeah I I always hear this funny joke that people have like a Beyonce budget because they don't never know when she gonna never know something and it's so funny to me I'm like 
I was saying it the other day. I was like, I really need just like a concert only budget. Right. Because most of these artists are disrespectful and they only let us know like a day before. Yes, it's always, yeah, yeah, no, same. And I love going like live shows. Like that would be right. Like, and so I was like, dang, like I don't want to spend this right now, but I definitely want to be there. And it's, yeah. So, yeah, that's, yeah. That, that's a good like tab too. Um, this might be a question that's kind of like, it could vary. What would you say for, let's say, a 30-year-old person, let's say they're making 60K or something like that, whatever. What would mm-hmm. you say is like a good amount to have in your savings to be like, oh, I'm good or, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. what does that look like? Or is it vary? It varies. I think, again, like personal finance is personal. I'm always say that. But I, I would suggest, okay, so I followed Dave Ramsey's baby steps in the beginning. When I started, like, I'm super- Oh, yeah, Bray, let us know them steps, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, I'll, yes, let me do that, and then I'll mm-hmm. tell you what, what I'm doing now. Okay. So, um, I was making, like, $30,000. So, I was not, like, mm. out here balling or anything. And that's good all. to know, because I want to say this before you go on, like, people think it's about making a lot of money. No, it's like, yeah. you can still save and live your life with- with that much you know yeah it's just about managing well and being creative about how you're gonna add income because I do think that when you are trying to tackle a big goal like a hundred thousand dollars you're gonna have to add some income into that Mm -hmm. um but so in his step he suggests the first step is saving at least a thousand dollars I think like in this economy you maybe want to save a little bit more like maybe like two to three thousand but the the psychology behind it is like we default on our cards all the time when we don't have it so like Mm -hmm. say you get into a car accident you have to pay the deductible you just you don't have the same like default into doing your credit cards and so it was really good to like break that habit of like relying on our credit all the time um, for these like emergencies and things that we say that are emergencies that are not really emergencies. Mm -hmm. So if you're like completely starting out for the first time, I think that that's like a a good goal to start. A thousand. Like always have a thousand in your savings for emergencies for different At the minimum. And I think like saving that first a thousand is really like an ego booster and like making you like, okay, like I can, I can do this. I can do this. Yeah. Zeros. I'm like, okay, zeros. (laughs) (laughs) So then in his baby step, number two is, um, so step one is a thousand dollars. Okay. And I would say, if you think that's too low, so do whatever you feel comfortable with um so then the second step is starting to pay your your credit down and he suggests doing the lowest amount first the lowest amount that you owe first and this is what I did and again it's like a mind game so like mm-hmm. you pay like say it's only like $300 but you pay it off and you're like dang like I could do this that wasn't Mm -hmm. that bad Mm -hmm. so he suggests like you pay the lowest and then after you do that you roll that into the next and then you pay that off then you roll that into the next and then it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger it's called Mm -hmm. the snowball Mm -hmm. um but there are other ways like there's one called the avalanche which is where you're attacking the largest percentage you have of interest because with credit cards like it's like out of this world it's like 25 percent or something yeah that we're paying so it really does like you know it's up to you how you want to handle it but I did the smallest and I will say like that built my confidence of mm-hmm. like 
oh, I can do this. Like I, I just paid that one credit card off that I've had literally since for years. Yeah. Yeah. But it feels good once you see it's done. Yeah. Right. So then baby step number three is to save three to six months of your living expenses. So this is like not all the extra stuff, like Mm. not going to Miami, but like your basic like needs um, and the the necessity, that necessities budget, what would that look like um, for you to live off of? Mm -hmm. And so you tally that up based off of like what, what it is that, you know, you're living and that you would save three to six months of that. Mm -hmm. Um, I, and like I said, things are like really weird right now, but like talks like a recession and things like that. So I'm saving like six and then a little bit more okay. months, um, just because of like where we are. You don't economy. know what can happen. You don't know. Yeah. yeah. What, what is like in the most simplest layman's terms, like, what do you think is going on? Like, and what, and what do you think we should be expecting? Yeah, it's like all over the place, the information. I just did like an episode on this. I think that it's, I I hope that it's not going to be as bad as like 08, 09, all the things that we heard about. But I do think that it will, There, there's something coming that is going to affect the economy, which is what we're seeing now with like inflation and things being more expensive and harder to get into places. And so I think that's just going to continue to rise and rise and rise until- mm-hmm this bubble and when the bubble pops I'm not I don't know what what that looks like yeah but I just want to be ready for it. I mean it may be it could be layoffs it could be all yeah it could be or it could be like something exactly <laughs> yeah but I think regardless like we made it through 2020 like we're gonna we be can do, right okay you're right you're right we made yeah. it through some crazy stuff when I, now I think about it yeah like, I was laid off in 2020 like I'm like if I can make it through 2020 like we can do anything it's fine right no <laughs> so, so but okay. be so smart back, though mm-hmm. I would say be smart okay uh, so back to the steps yes okay um, so if someone was had like 60,000, you know, in their and making 60,000 a year. Yeah, I would say, if you feel comfortable with like where your debt is, because not everyone's goal is to pay off all of their debt. Right? But- yeah, I, I don't think that's one of my goals. I don't know why I'm like, Sometimes I'll be like, I'm going to marry somebody that's going to pay off everything. I'll be thinking <laughs> that in my head. Although I don't want to be that girl, but i just be like, hmm, maybe. Maybe. Like, yeah, maybe. I don't know. And I just don't really just think about it like that. Although I should not say that this is a bet, but like you said, that's not, that's not everyone's like goal. Yeah, it's not. I think, and I think that's why it's important of, of really defining like what does freedom look like for you? Mm-hmm. Um, and if this is something that is getting in the way of that, then I do think that is something that you should work on. But if it's someone you just like, I'm Gucci, like, like I'm okay, then it's like, that's fine. So I never like want to push like one idea on someone because mm-hmm. again, like, you know, it, it everyone is different. Um, but yeah, I would say define, you know, what your goals are, but I would say it, save at least three months. And if you want to be conservative, like six to nine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's how much I would save. So then the rest of the baby steps, I think four, five, and six are all together. And that's like contributing to um, a retirement, paying off your home and um saving for your child's like college yeah okay. and that's when I like I kind of like eh, ver- verge off a little bit from from the steps but um mm-hmm. it was just like really great to but like those first three start. like that's good like, that's a good like starting because like okay how much am I supposed to actually have like what does yeah. that look like because we don't we're not in each other's accounts we don't know what that looks like but a thousand dollars start there and then 
three to six months. Like that's a good yeah. way to think about it. Yeah, yeah. So it's a good like base to start. And then based mm-hmm. off of like you, like, I, I mean, I encourage people to like listen to other podcasts, like listen to YouTube videos and read books, then you'll be able to tailor it to where you want to go. Mm-hmm. Um, so with credit, so I like, I, don't, I didn't know much about credit at all. I'm first generation Kenyan. So my parents <laughs> didn't know, know much about it. Yeah. I don't even know if they got credit cards. I don't know. Like <laughs> That's a blessing because that ain't my story on my family. Yeah, but also it could be a thing as to well, not having credit at all because you, yeah. don't, you don't have a credit card. So what have you found? I don't even know, like, like what's the best way to build it? Like, is it paying mm-hmm. that minimum or is it paying it all off? Like, there's, you know, there's so many different, like, stories of how to do that. But I'm like, what's accurate or? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I'll tell you the biggest things that affect your credit in a positive or negative way. The first one is how long you've had your credit cards for. So they were, the longer you've had your cards open or like any line of credit, the more they will reward you for that. So this is why in the beginning I told you um, I cut my credit cards up, but I did not close the account. Mm. So there's still like an account I have that I opened my freshman year of college. It's like 11, 12 years, probably longer than that. I've been at school for so long. It's <laughs> old, you know? Me too, um, girl. <laughs> yeah. So that coupled with your um, pay- making sure that you don't have been maxed out so if you can pay them down um i would say like maxed out means like you spent the whole everything amount that they gave you yes and you pay your minimum and it gives you a little bit back and then that's that's called maxing it out yeah so that's oh i didn't even know that Mm -hmm. i I would always hear people be like oh my god you maxed out your credit cards i didn't know what that meant yeah (laughs) i mean they don't get all the way to the limit thank you like they will go and get declined okay okay (laughs) um so they they the more you max out your cards the more you're penalized for it of taking out too much debt and using it's like debt utilization is what's called Mm -hmm. so um I I suggest like below 30% of like that, that total. Um, So if you keep it like below 30%, they will award you for that. So below 30% of the total that you spent. Of the max of the car. So say you're, yeah. So say the limit of the car is 15,000. If you do like 30% of that, like that's like the range that you should like spend and like try to keep it. And also try to pay. Yeah. Okay. And paying it down. So that's like why I suggest like knocking out your credit cards first, because the um they reward you for like paying down your your credit mm, mm-hmm. like, but they they penalize you for closing your credit which is so i so as i which started is so talking, wild it's like what, it's i just don't want no more it's literally like y'all want to keep me oppressed but okay. yes <laughs> giving impression like literally um yeah so when i paid off my um so you know my credit started to go up as i started to pay down my credit cards but um when i paid off my student loans i my my credit did go down for a little while and now yeah. it's starting to like build back up again but i just got penalized because those accounts closed but mm-hmm. for that i was like it's fine mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah 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 so i would start there i would start there as a big two there's definitely like other ones like little other rules and stuff but those are like the definitely like the biggest yeah i feel like i never know am i supposed to just pay the whole thing like what am i supposed to be doing with this like am i supposed to is it okay to spend it all or is it yeah so that so that was 
extremely helpful. And another thing is um, you taking out too much credit at one time. So if you if you say you apply for like two credit cards, you get a car, you apply to have a pre-approval for a house, mm-hmm. like you're doing a lot. You're doing too much. <laughs> you're doing too much. It's going to ding you for that too. Mm-hmm. So that's another thing. I found that like a lot, like when people are wanting to buy homes, like that's when everything comes up, like in a sense of credit and stuff like that. Even, even if you like have all the money and everything like that. So how, so I guess how, do we avoid that? I guess to just pay attention to what's on your credit and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Your debts and your all that. Right. So it's called debt to income and they factor everything. Like they factor your student loans and all of that. Like that's you what know, it even is. You've been made up in your mind like, but I'm not paying them. Like right. they, don't, they don't care. Oh, you're right. So, now, okay, I'm going to pay them now. <laughs> yeah. So, it's important. so it is important to pay, to work and paying down your, your debt um, because that puts you in a better position for getting approved and getting more money, um, approval. So yeah, I would definitely suggest that. And honestly, this is like really sad, but people just treat you better. Like when your credit score is better. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. I I promise you it's crazy. I was, when I was going to get my car, you know, I'm, I've never done this before. I'm going in by myself. I'm this like young looking black girl and Mm -hmm. I got treated the first dealership I treated so bad until they checked my credit score and then their whole thing switched up everything that's so crazy to me that kind of goes yeah because that goes into everything even just not even credit but just like when you see someone with the bag but they might not have nothing in their account (laughs) yeah Yeah. Yeah, but it's just like they get treated but treated Mm -hmm. better or it's like okay like they got their steps together but that could definitely not even be the case right so my question, and I know you have a hard stop, which we have to do this again, because I have hella more to talk about. Yeah, we'll do it. <laughs> um, is like, when do you think, so of course people are buying, you know, the Birkin bag this, Birkin bag that, and just luxury lifestyle this. Like, when do you think it's appropriate to start buying designer? Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, I, and, and it isn't designer, they say, it's, I've never been that girl, but I know that I will, some, yeah, I'll buy it one day. But I've never yeah. really heard that much, but they do say that that it's also a, uh, an investment an investment exactly yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. i would say if you uh, <laughs> okay this is, might be controversial but okay shake the you, table <laughs> yeah i'm if you you can't afford it if you can't afford to put money inside like why am i carrying a chanel bag around when i can't afford to put anything in the Chanel bag. Right. Like, I just, I think it's just, it really is all about priorities. And it's not saying like you can never have that, but like you're saying, like, you know, this is a goal of mine, but I, there's so many more important things right now that like I'm trying to focus on and do to put myself in a better situation. So for me, I'm not saying like never have it, but I'm saying of like, what are your priorities? Like, are you doing it? Do you want the bag because you want to flex or you want to feel like you're someone or you want people to have a certain and perception of you um because there is like so much time to do that and honestly I rather have peace of mind um mm. I would like I I got laid off during the pandemic um I by day I'm a publicist and we're always the first to go oh, like, I didn't PR, know that yeah I didn't yeah. know that yeah 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 oh, PR because wow. I'm in like that world too that's crazy oh cool yes I'm, I'm not not in PR but just in media and all in that world yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um and I, I hadn't even paid off all of my debt yet, but 
I had um, paid off so much of it and I started to hear about the pandemic. So I started to kind of uh, tailor back paying off my debt and started stacking my savings. Cause by then I was throwing so much money into my savings by then this was like mm-hmm. year four. Um, and I will tell you, like I got laid off and it was just scary for the fact that like, I didn't know what was next, but I had peace of mind knowing like, I'm, I'm still, yeah, still pay my bills. there ain't no way that everybody with the, with them bags, student loans are paid off. I no, know for a fact. Not. Yeah. <laughs> And I, I mean, I literally have a conversation with friends where they're like, girl, look how much I spent last, last month. And it's just like, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> yeah. No, but so yeah, I would just say like, what are your priorities and like really asking ourselves the questions like, why are we doing the things that we're yeah, doing? Yeah, that's a, that's such a good ending. Yeah. Because it really <laughs> results into, so it's, it's much deeper. It's so much deeper. And I think a lot of it is just like unfulfillment and like not being content with our lives and like what we have. So we try to fill it with like stuff and experiences. And again, there's just so much societal pressure to be that girl, to live that soft life and all these like different terms. And I feel like every person deserves that. Mm. But I I don't think that, um, I don't want that life if, I still have to pay all these people every every single month. For for yeah. me, luxury is freedom. No, it's the for freedom exactly. I used to not really understand like the Klarna's and the afterpays. I'm like, yeah. well, you don't need that fashion over dress, girl. If that's what no. you had, you got to do all of that for this. But no, not judging, not judging. Oh my god, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, at all because. But I think it's like I think it's you know I think money is all about like authenticity, like money is just like a tool you know what I'm saying like we act like it has all this control over us but it doesn't like we are the ones that can tell money where to go and it really is about being authentic with ourselves like if you like I know like for me now I do want to invest in better clothes so that I ain't rushing to fashion over for like quality yes. yeah I'm, and I'm on that like, that's like something that I like, it just reflects me and my goals, but I'm not doing it just because everyone else is doing it. I'm doing that because it like really reflects my life and like who I am. So, I mean, I want to get a, you know, a bag or two mm-hmm. one day, but is that like what I'm on right now or like buying the expensive like Louboutins and all that? Like, I'm just, I don't want to flex just to flex. Right. That makes sense. Okay. We always in the podcast with, um, I asked you guys like, what brings you peace of mind? And I feel like you kind of just answered that in a sense, um, but you can you can go wherever you want with it. What brings me peace of mind? Um, yeah, well, I would definitely say my faith is like huge. Yes. That is something that was like huge in my doing this whole journey. I think um, another thing that brings me peace of mind is like, um, just like grace for myself and mm, knowing that, that like, I can, I'm getting up every day and I'm doing at least one thing to better myself. And I may not get it right every single day. I may make mistakes, but I'm still showing up for myself in at least one way. Mm -hmm. And I think when I think about that, that brings me back to like peace of mind. Um, And then I say rest because it's so easy to like go, go, go. And again, in this culture, it's like, no, you want to be a girl boss? I build up. LLC Twitter, all is like, I want to go to, I want to go to sleep. I don't need to wake up at 5 a.m. I'm like, okay, I like wrote one idea down. I think that's enough for today. (laughs) And someday you will. So like, I think, yeah just like having like 
that grace again to like mm-hmm. rest and be present, which I'm still learning, but mm-hmm. I, yeah. Same. I love that. I love that. Well, thank you so much. Definitely. She has an amazing podcast. Like, I love it. It just, it's, it's like my friend talking to me about money and it's not like, it's not bossy. It's not preachy. It's not <laughs> holier than thou. And I can tell that this is like, like you went through it, you know, which, yeah. Like, yeah. And it, and it just has like a really authentic vibe to it. And I really do really love it. And I wish the best for you in this podcast game. I and, love um, it. Yeah. So definitely plug everything. Um, and yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I, I really appreciate it. I thank you for this space because it's so important and conversations like these are so important. So I'm just really grateful that you let me come and ch- ch- chat you. with yes. you. Um, Thanks for coming. Yeah. My podcast is Vital Money. So you can follow me on there. Um, if you want to be my Instagram friend, <laughs> my Instagram name is at Hotlena, which is my, is part of my name. So H-O-T-L-A-I-N-A. Mm-hmm underscore yes. yeah amazing yeah thank you girl that was so good <laughs>